Send your requests and dedications to radio at teasdan.com. Radio what? The music you want. The music, want. The music you, want. you want. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, you go to DJLittleRock.com. That's my website. You can check availability and get a free price quote right there. And maybe you can have me at your next event. You know, I like to do the events. You know, I like to entertain the people, all kinds of events, weddings and parties and birthdays. Oh, yeah. And uh, cosplays, uh, comic cons. Yes, I like those, too. (laughs) I got to meet up with the guests that I have on today, uh, Perot and Clover cosplay. And I I met up with them over at the comic at the, at the CosCon uh, that was held in the Little Rock Holiday Inn. And I'm looking forward to talking to them in just a few minutes. Uh, my show's this week, uh, Thursday. I'll be at the uh, Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas from 6 to 9 for the every other Thursday family-friendly ca- karaoke and video dance party. Looking forward to that. Enjoy the good food and uh there's a there's some alcoholic beverages there for the for the uh, over 21s, you know, in case the moms and dads want to have a couple, have a couple suds, you know, while the kids are singing. I keep it family friendly. I keep the the music family friendly. So, yes, come on out to the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas from 6 till 9. Yeah, good food, good fun. Good peoples. <laughs> And then on Friday night, I'm at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. That's my regular Friday show. Um, Almost every Friday, I'm there at the Rab. It used to be the old Conway Supper Club, and then it was revamped and turned into the Rab. It's uh, got the full bar. Now, this one is an adults-only show, over 21. Uh, Full bar. The kitchen is open. They have 10 diamond-class pool tables, which is fancy. And they have a pool tournament on Friday nights, so you don't want to miss out on that. Get involved with the pool tournament. You might make some money while you're hanging out on a Friday night at the Rab. And then on the party patio, they have shuffleboard, foosball, giant Jenga game. Yeah, always so much fun uh, while you're waiting to sing with little old me. I have the dance floor open, and the karaoke is a flowing. You are the stars of the show at the Rab on Friday night. That starts at 8 p.m. and it goes almost till 2 in the am. All right, party people. Well, let's get into it with Perot Clover Cosplay. Perot Clover Cosplay. And I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I think I'll ask them when we get on. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, without further ado, let's call Perot Clover Cosplay. Now. Carryout and Clover cosplay, please. That's both us. Hello. Fantastic. How's your day? Great. How are you? How's yours? <laughs> <laughs> Hot, but good. All right, Periot and Clover Cosplay. We got it all together. It's the What Makes You Famous podcast. And give the people a little bio of who you are. Would you like to go first, Clover? <laughs> all right. Um, I'm Clover, and... Uh, I basically am just very new to cosplay. Uh, both of us are, but we're really enjoying it and decided to make a page and have some plans for the future. Fantastic. So you are Clover. Uh, that is the the boy. And then Periot would be the girl. Yes, that's me. Okay. <laughs> Give the people a little bio about you, Miss Periot. Uh, well, um, 
I am also new to cosplay. We're both uh, we're both friends. We decided to go to a con, and it was super fun. So we're now making it a hobby, <laughs> and. Uh oh, I think you cut off a little bit. Oh, there you are. You're back. Hello. <laughs> now, am I pronouncing it properly? Uh, could you pronounce it for me? Um, it's pronounced Piro, is um, the proper pronouncement. I used to say Pirio too. So, um, Piro? Yes. And Clover. Mm-hmm. Well, you're very yeah. nice not to correct me, but you should always correct people when they get your name wrong. <laughs> it's fine. I did the same thing. <laughs> okay, so where did the na- are the the names your God given names, or you know, did your parents give them to you, or, or is this names that you've chosen for yourselves? It's, we'll go with Clover it, first. It's uh, mine is a name given or not given to me, but uh, chose for ourselves because we were. Um, at the con, they talked about how you shouldn't really give away too much of, you know, personal information because there is a lot of strange people out there. So we decided, you know, come up with these names. Okay. Uh, so how did Clover come about then? Um, well, I've kind of been known for being lucky, I guess. And... Ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which actually, nowadays, it's kind of ironic, because I'm not very lucky at all anymore, but I always thought of the four-leaf clover, so I kind of just stuck with that. Well, it seems like you got lucky. You you, you have Piro as a friend. That sounds pretty lucky. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so how did Piro come about? Um. Well, I've always been into um, uh, Piro's. I um, have a lot of like little Piro dolls, like, you know... They're, they're really cute, and I'm like, since we're putting makeup on and we're dressing up, I feel like Piro fits. What is a Piro? Well, it's kind of, it's kind of a French clown, is the best way I can describe it. Not a mime, exactly, but it's from, like, a, a certain skit that's from, like, a Harlequin and a Piro. And Piros don't get that much love, so I'm like, I'm going to do Piro. <laughs> I just looked up a Piro clown. Hmm. Yes. Well... Clowns could be scary, and this could be in, in some respect, but I'm looking at it. It's a black and white uh, with the, the the clown hat that looks like a traffic cone, but also white <laughs> with the black little pom-poms uh, on there. Now, is, that something, is that something that you've cosplayed before, Piro? I've definitely thought about it. That's kind of on the list. <laughs> okay, but do you find yourself being a clown or... Or a French type of clown? Mentally, yes. Uh, (laughs) It's in there somewhere. In the psyche. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Fantastic. Are you both in high school or out of high school? or or, I don't even know how old you are. (laughs) Um, We're both in high school still. Fantastic. Okay. And then from what area are are you in the country here? Um, We're in Arkansas. Uh, We're uh, we're, um, in uh, the Sheridan area. Fantastic. So, yeah. what con was it that you met up at and decided to do cosplay? Uh, CosCon. I don't exactly remember which, uh, what vicinity that was in, but... Was that the first CosCon, or was that the one at the Holiday Inn just recently? The one just recently at the Holiday, yeah, at the Holiday Inn. Inn. So, that was your first con? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And it was super fun. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, it was um, it was a big jump from the con previous. The con previous, the Coscon, was primarily just the prom part of it, which was the after party. Uh, last year, it was held at a at a park in their like their building. I guess their their rec building at a park in maybe in Benton, if I'm not mistaken. And then this year. Miss um, Higgins decided, hey, I'm going to go ahead and make a, a real con out of it. And she invited a bunch of people and booths. And, and then uh, it switched over and became the prom at the end. And, and I was very, very fortunate to be the DJ. Now, did you start very early in the, in the morning and, and start with the con? Uh, Clover, I guess we'll go with Clover. And I guess if you were both together, are, am I on a party line? Is that what's happening 
Uh, no, you're. Uh, we're both in the car together. <laughs> oh, super! Well, it sounds perfect. Uh, so, uh, Clover, uh, I guess you you both traveled there together. No, wait, you just met there, right? Uh, no, we've been friends for a long time, and uh, oh. we decided to go together. That's so nice. So, uh, do you go to school together? Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. And since you're both in school, I'm not going to ask you too much uh, details about who you are and such like that. Uh, you know, protect the children. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> no, but it's nice that, that you're talking to me. And and this is the What Makes You Famous podcast. I, I found you very interesting and it looked like you were pretty cool cosplayers. And I hope your parents are, are cool with this. Uh, did, did you talk to them? Oh, yeah, we did. I'm 18, so it's fine with me, and um, he's talked to his parents about it. Okay. Well, all right. Well, if we if we have any problems down the line, hey, we'll, we'll figure that out. So <laughs> No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Piro and Clover. Now, you went to the CosCon. Uh, what time did you get there? We were uh, really early because we were um, helping one of the vendors. Oh, okay. And, what type of then, vending? Um... We were in the Rodan Fields uh, department. And what is that? Um, it's a type. It's a type of um, makeup, or well, not makeup. It's more like beauty, self care, and things like that. Oh, I like that. Okay, yeah. and and you know that was another thing that I did speak to Christine Higgins, the one who who developed the con into what it is, and she said that we were inviting people that may not be directly involved with cosplay or even comic books for that matter or even you know artists or or, or or actors and any kind of pictures they said why don't we invite makeup artists because or, or makeup vendors because that's a big part of cosplay is that what you found when you were in the rodan um booth that it, it fit pretty perfectly it, it fit better than we thought originally that's what I thought as well. And when I spoke to her, I was thinking, well, yeah. yeah. And, and you hear about this box, and, and you're supposed to go outside the box and all that. And I think that's pretty well outside the box. I like that. I liked it a it lot. Is, it is for sure. And it was really, really fun. Um, it was really kind of work of fate for us. <laughs> we, we felt very at home. We're both very much nerds, and we had never <laughs> gone to a con before and so this was a kind of a perfect opportunity to get involved with the community. Yes. Okay. So when you got there and, and you first got there, I guess you helped to set up the booth as as well. Were were other people setting up? And did you get uh, did you get to know your neighbors and what what were they doing? Yes. Um. I uh, I met a uh, one of the uh, the people helping in the other booths, and she was amazing. She was dressed up as a female Klaus. We were helping with the with the booths, but um, the late uh, the lady that was um, monitoring us was very kind to let us go and explore the con. And then we actually went to uh, Miss Higgins' cosplay closet, and that's when we like actually put on cosplay for the first time. Oh, so you went as yourselves, and then you and then we came out of <laughs> different people. So what kind of cosplay <laughs> did you get involved in? Um, well, I was Harley Quinn my first time, and then he was Joker. Yeah, conveniently, we found the stuff. Yes, and we had, um, some awesome older cosplayers helping us uh, with it out. Like, I can't, that, that con was great for us, because it was, there were so many beautiful people there to help us out for the first time that we were doing this, and help us get out of our comfort zone. I like that. I like that a lot, and I and I, I like the idea that she had um, a, a, a closet that was full of props and and different pieces that people could put together if they were so inclined to do so. So, were you the only people in this closet that that found their the items, or were, you, no, were there other people involved as well? There were plenty of people that went to that closet and like they started to dress up. They began to. It, it was really fun to watch people kind of co go out on their own with, uh, with it. And um, I could see a lot of people were also kind of new to it because, I mean, there were a lot of people that were kind of unsure that weren't really involved with the cosplay community there. And so, yeah, it was, it was really fun. It was really, really fun. I thought that was a great idea. So really uh, what made you choose Joker, uh, Mr. Clover? Um, convenience. Mostly, um, 
actually I had found I'd went through it and I'd found something that looked very steampunk ish and they had mentioned somebody had mentioned to me the idea of Joker and I found this makeup artist there. I'm afraid I don't remember her name, but I asked if she could uh, possibly, you know, do some something uh, Joker like, uh, you know, copying the Heath Ledger style and she did a wonderful job. It looked incredible. Yes, I'm looking at your Instagram pictures, and it did look rather amazing. And, and I see uh, pictures of, of well, I really don't see any pictures of you out of the makeup, which is which is great. That means I can I can uh, go ahead and and put the Instagram uh, address on your show notes and let people know about your your page. And, and and both of you looked amazing. This is your first cosplay, and right out of the box, you looked so happy. In your in your Harley Quinn outfit and uh, Joker, you looked sinister, just amazing, amazing. What I was going for. Oh, for sure. And I I, I remember seeing the the uh, female Klaus. The first time I saw her was in the hallway in the Holiday Inn. And for the people that are listening, the Holiday Inn, uh, the whole floor of the airport. Uh, Little Rock Airport Holiday Inn was covered with the con, and many of the rooms uh, were were being utilized as well for different things. Well, I saw the female Klaus in the hallway between the main foyer and then off to the to the the back room where the prom was, and I said, "Oh, hello!" And she put up her hand that said goodbye, and there you are. You have a picture with the female Klaus saying goodbye <laughs> i know she's so cool <laughs> i never sure. get to that level <laughs> okay so all right we're still talking about this con and and i have perot and clover the cosplayers perot clover cosplay uh there's a lot of underscores in there and i'll definitely put that on the show notes so people know how to get a hold of you and so now that you're in the cosplay have you been to any other cons after the the coscon um, we went to, um, uh, just recently, um, we went to, um, uh, Little Rock Comic Con. Oh, that's a big one, isn't it? Cosplay. Yes, we, but we unfortunately weren't able to cosplay because many of our items were not in. <laughs> and yeah. so, and weren't made properly. And so we're really digging in right now to hopefully be able to do a proper cosplay for SpotCon. So you're looking to do this uh, for a while, or is this is this becoming a, a, a hobby of yours, or or something that, of a love? Uh, what, what do you like about cosplay, Clover? I guess first. Um, well, we most definitely love it, and honestly, it's it's strange because people feel like more real in that whenever they're in cosplay and like them themselves than they do out in the real world. I, I realize, okay, uh, on your Instagram, it says, we are Perot and Clover, two geeky friends that decided to start cosplaying together. I hope you enjoy our many cosplay adventures. And I, I certainly do hope that you have many uh, cosplay adventures. And uh, you touched upon it that, that you feel differently when you get into cosplay. How do you feel, Perot, when you get into cosplay? I feel very comfortable. I didn't think I would. I thought I'd be very shy and even more like timid than I usually am. But I felt very comfortable and, you know, I felt like having fun. It was, um, it very much is helping me with the, the anxiety that I have, especially like social anxiety and things like that. Uh, I've noticed a big difference, um, especially in uh, my confidence when I'm in cosplay. Now, I notice uh, when cosplayers get into cosplay and they do go out into public, in particular, when they go to a, a, an event that is made for cosplayers, the people will look at you differently. And sometimes they want to come up to you and hug you and take a picture with you. Did you have any of that? Uh, let's go with Clover first. Uh, I didn't have as much as she did, but just a, a few. And then uh, Perot? Yeah, um, it was a lot of fun. It, it, it felt it was a different feel for sure, um, but it was super cool because people just come uh, again, like you said, people just come up and want to take pictures and want to say hi, 
and it makes you feel real nice. It makes you feel good. <laughs> I suspect. I suspect. You know, when I, I don't do um, cosplay as a character, I think I have. Over the years, I've I've been told it's an original character, and it's something that I developed. It's Doctor What. My radio station is RadioWhat.com. My pod podcast is What Makes You Famous. So really, it's not so much a question as a statement. It's Radio What making you a little bit more famous than you are, unless you already are famous, and then you could tell people, "Hey, what makes you famous?" <laughs> but this is a question or a statement that you could take either way. And what are your thoughts? Uh, well, let's go with the, let's go with Pro this time first. What are your um, thoughts on, on if you're famous or what makes you famous? I think what you're doing is amazing. And I think that your original character is amazing. I've been stalking your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the most part, I do a lot of DJ stuff on my Instagram and, and I appreciate the, the word stalking. It's, it's a very accurate word. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll put it to you straight, <laughs> you know, but, um, you, uh, you do amazing work and you have so much fun doing it. I appreciate that. And, you know, I do, I, I do have a blast and, oh, I'm, I'm looking the, now the first picture that you have posted up on your Instagram, it really, it, I, I like it. I like the feel of it. Okay. The, the Joker and Harley have had such a, t a tumultuous relationship. A lot of people aspire to be like them, question mark. I, I, I kind of am leery of that. Uh, what do you think of the Joker and Harley's relationship? It's abusive. It's terrible. It's so interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah, don't try to label your relationship like, I'm Harley Quinn and this is my Joker. Like, that's, no. He, he beats you. Yeah, and then she beats you and it's just not healthy, but. You know, it's fun to emulate in a safe way with cosplay and things like that. As long as no one's getting harmed and, you know, things are just, you know, com uh, you're just having fun with, like, the comic book material and things like that. It's not nothing big, but a lot of people, especially, like, in our school, <laughs> yeah, are, try to emulate it in a way. And, I mean, like, you know just keep it safe <laughs> yeah you know you you kind of you're kind of hitting the the nail on the head and something that i've thought up uh, as well suicide squad uh, you know a lot of people a lot of parents think "Ooh, that is a little too much for my child to watch and yes a, maybe a a very young child may it you may not want to expose them to that but a teen an older teen to in the 20 somethings you Okay, if I watch violence on a screen, that is my outlet. I don't have to actually do the violence. So exactly. if I am getting that outlet, playing a video game, going in and cosplaying as this person, I don't have to do these things IRL. What are your thoughts on that? That's exactly right. Um, for sure, it's, you know, it's fun to play, uh, play things like cosplay and, you know, take things out in comic books, writing, things like that, like creative outlets, it's fine. Yeah. But to do it in real life and hurt people, that's like not the way to go. Just, it, just take it out in a creative way. Just, you know, spread your wings creatively. I don't know. <laughs> just don't hurt people. <laughs> yes, don't hurt people. That's good. Okay, so you were thinking about cosplaying at the Little Rock Comic Con, and that was just recent. I'm so sad that I couldn't go. I had too many events of, of my own uh, this weekend, and I'm not mad about that. I, I, I really enjoy doing the parties. But um, I saw so many pictures, so many good things going over there. You didn't have your cosplay ready. What cosplay were you thinking about doing at the Little Rock Comic Con? Um, well, I was thinking about a uh, female Damien Wayne. <laughs> oh. And uh, in, because the voice of Deku was there, I was thinking of doing a villain Deku from My Hero Academia. Yes, okay. Now, I have played a game that featured De Deku, and, and and I know who Damian Wayne is. That's the the son of uh, 
of Bruce Wayne and uh, was it Talia Al Ghul or who, who, yes, yeah, <laughs> she is the she was the Raish uh, Al Ghul of the, the the league, and then she disbanded the league. Is is that correct? Yeah, it's a big mess, <laughs> right. but I love it. It's it's like a big soap opera, but with superheroes. <laughs> so how does how does Damien? How do you how do you relate to Damian Wayne as opposed to any of the other Robins? Oh, when, well, when I watched it uh, for the first time, it was Son of the Bat. Yes, I was looking at, and um, I I don't know. He was just a real angsty boy, mm. <laughs> and I related because I was a very angsty girl. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, I do yeah, like his. So, I, like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like his Robin. I, he's he's no nonsense, and and really, know. you know, gets right to the point as opposed to to Dick Grayson or or even, oh my goodness, I totally fired on who the other the, the one who turned into the Red Hood. Oh, oh Jason Todd. Jason Todd. That's one that I hope to cosplay someday. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Now you mentioned Deku from My Hero Academia, and I'm just now getting into it. I have a 13 year old daughter that's she's learning Japanese, and she's she's <laughs> even trying to watch the dubs. Uh, no, not the the dubs, the subs rather than the dubs, and and. I'm learning a little bit about my hero academia. What is it? Eighty percent of the people are are superheroes, and they have some kind of a quirk. What is Deku's yes. quirk? Uh, well, Deku is born without a quirk, actually, Ooh. but he is gifted one um, from the greatest hero in that world, All Might. Okay, I've played a video game where. Uh, you you can choose your characters, and I think the first character that I chose, and it's a your typical fighting game, uh, kind of uh, like you know in. Capcom versus Marvel or any of the other ones. Uh, what is it? Uh, I believe it's the Shonen Jump uh, anime game that you're referring I to. I think so. I think so. And I think the first character that I played was All Might because he's a big dude, and I'm learning in. You know, as I play all these games, usually the smaller people are the ones they give the the most power to. The, the speed, yeah, yes. The the girls seem to kick the booty a little more than than the big brooding muscular men in these games. So All Might is able to give, um, he's able to give quirks to people that do not have quirks. Is that right? He's able to give his, and that's about it. He had never done it before, and he was getting older, and it was time for him to retire, so he decided to, that he needed to find a successor. Oh, so what is the quirk that he gave Deku? It's called One for All. Uh, as of right now, it's basically a strength-enhancing quirk, um, but it has some hidden secrets that we're yet to see. Oh, are you watching My Hero Academia? I am. I'm actually reading the manga. And reading the manga. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, you know, I've been listening to a podcast, uh, and I'll, I'll give them a shout-out. It's the Southern Fried Geekery, and they were also we, at the con. At least Sean was there. Have you ever listened to this? Them. Yes, we saw them. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, I know that Sean is really into manga, and Jerry on the show is also into manga. Now, the other two is four guys... <laughs> sometimes five guys that sit around a table on on sunday morning and they talk uh comic books well the other two guys or three guys do not like manga <laughs> so so whenever jerry and sean get a chance they sneak it in as their comic book of choice or their their talk of the week or what have you so yes this is how I'm catching up on my manga and my, my comic books. Now, do you read comic books as well? I do. <gasps> um, unfortunately, though, I'm going to have to go and leave you with Perio. <laughs> oh, where are you going? Where are you going, Clover? Uh, I have to head back and get some yes. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I got to drop her off. Teenage, uh, teenage chores, <laughs> basically. Oh, yeah. how sweet! Well, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Hey, take care of your mom and dad and uh, your family, what have you. And uh, yeah. I, I guess I, thank you, Mister Clover, 
for sharing your insights on cosplay and and comic cons. Well, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Bye, Clover. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so sad. All right, well. It's us. Hi. Yay. And I still have Perot on the What Makes yes. You Famous podcast. So Perot and Clover, the the cosplayers. And so what's on the horizon? What's what's next for Perot and Clover? Well, we're doing the female Damien Lane, and I'm talking him into a Nightwing, maybe. <gasps> secret, secret, you know. Wait, and, don't, yeah, yeah, um, don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. You're just being totally. recorded. And maybe millions uh, yeah, of people no. can listen. Who knows? Just tell everyone. It's <laughs> uh, yeah, like no, <laughs> but so, yeah, yeah. It's not a really a secret. We we were teasing it on our Instagram. Cool. Um, we definitely are looking forward to uh, to doing that. Or me mainly because I really want to do Damian Wayne. Yeah, and I see that. I know, yes, and um, he definitely wants to do a, a, an evil Deku, which will be really fun. <laughs> Now, what's the difference between a, a what's an evil Deku or, or is Deku evil? Um, it's basically a fan AU or alternate universe where they've made Deku Deku becomes a villain instead of a hero, so he becomes an ultimate villain. Usually, it's when All Might doesn't give him his powers and chains him for not having a quirk. He goes into crazy villain mode. I don't know much about it, but. <laughs> Now, is this fan well, fiction or is this part of the manga? Um, it's it, it's uh more fan fiction, I guess, like an alternate universe type deal, uh, like fan made thing. Now, how how big into the into the geekiverse do you get? What other things are you into, Miss Peru? Well, I'm getting into I'm getting into a lot. I um I'm starting to read a uh, comics more. Um, I. I'm into um, manga. I like horror manga. That's kind of like my junkie thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, I am. I love anime. <laughs> I've all, I've loved anime since I was thirteen. <laughs> what was your first anime? What did you like? Oh, uh, my first anime was a little uh, like shoujo one called Fruits Basket. <laughs> Never heard of it but you know i'm old i'm 50 and here i am i'm talking to a younger person that's giving me insight giving me gems keeping me in touch with the younger yeah, folks definitely and, yeah I'll keep, yeah i'll give you all the insight <laughs> i appreciate that and, and yes I, I i i have been looking at your instagram you, you've been updating it you know here and there and i'm sure you're gonna update it more as your cosplay and as you go into to other things now with the, have you gotten involved with a lot of the people that are in the the um, the uh, Coscon? They also are involved in the Heroes and Angels cosplay, and oh. there are many other opportunities to to go even to hospitals and and other places that you can have outlets for your for your cosplay. You don't even have to uh, simply wait for cons. There's other places that you can go. Uh, to to get into costume and and you know really give the kids joy uh, is one is one thing that you can do. What what other avenues you think that you want to to explore with your cosplaying? Well, that sounds very interesting. I would definitely be uh, interested in doing that. That sounds so fun. Yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely that. Um, we were thinking about um. I don't know. We we were thinking we're doing it like in more casual events, you know. I like Maybe, that. You know, you yeah. just show up to the grocery store dressed like little, uh, like a female Damian Wayne. Uh, that'll that'll get people looking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and like it, it helps with confidence for sure. Like, for you know? sure, nobody's going to mess with you. <laughs> no, because <laughs> they don't know totally, if you have totally. throwing stars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But uh, we're both kind of just really shy and things like that. So doing something like that would really help us get out of our shell and, you know, be like, I don't care. <laughs> it's I fine. Like that. I like that. Now, do the kids at school know about your cosplaying or what you're into? A few. <laughs> yeah. Do you have your, your certain group of friends that are? My, our group of nerds. <laughs> yes. Good. Are they getting into it as well or, or are some of them into it as well? 
Yes, um, we we have friends that are into cosplay. One went as um, Joker from Persona in uh, Little Rock Coscon. What's what's Persona? Um, Persona is a video game. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> it looks really fun. I definitely want to play it. I like that. I like that a lot. Yes. Okay, so Persona is a video game. Uh, do you play video games as well? I'm getting back into video games. Yeah, I'm start. I'm starting to play some Assassin's Creed. Um, I missed out on video games since I was like younger. I started to focus on school more, and then I like I lost my geek touch. <laughs> Oh. And so I need to get back into it. <laughs> no, no, no. Focus on school. That is great. Moms and dads, I'm here for you. Uh, the <laughs> kids are focusing on school. <laughs> and this is good. But video games on the side. <laughs> yes, yes. You got to have some outlets, some creative outlets. Make sure that you use both halves of your brain. If that's even yeah. scientifically correct. I believe you're using all parts of your brain at all times. <laughs> Definitely. For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, <laughs> uh, what what areas of study do you like in, in school? What what are your favorite courses? Uh, my favorite course right now is AP Psychology. Cool. Um, I Quinn. thought about yeah, <laughs> like bringing it to life. But um, what do you like about it? I I just I've always been very interested in the brain and the mind. Um, I was. Um, diagnosed with anxiety at a young age, so it's always been interesting to me to figure out how things work, yeah. how uh, the brain works, and maybe help other people someday. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, my my first love when I first got into college with my first major was psychology. I don't I wow. don't think I finished it, but I learned just enough to mess me up for the rest of my life. I analyzed <laughs> everything. You know, oh, I feel that. <laughs> why is he standing like that? Why are his arms crossed? Why is she looking at me like that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I do that anyway, so it's just like, you know. <laughs> it sounds natural then. Perfect. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any any other extracurricular courses that you enjoy? Um, I love theater. <laughs> oh, and perfect. Yeah, I've thought about I definitely want to learn more about makeup is one thing. So theater makeup and things like that. Well, with the Rodan, are you still involved in that? Is that something that you do or is that something that you were doing just for the day? I was doing it just for the day, but it's, it seems very interesting to me because it's not like a regular makeup. It's more like a skincare and it helps clear up your acne and things like that. So, Oh, that's perfect for the kids. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I had, so so much acne when I was growing up. I wish I would have had something like that, uh, or yeah. somebody somebody in my corner that would have helped me with my skin care. Uh, I think uh, I think Pizza Face was was one of the names. Uh, yes. Oh no, I feel <laughs> that. <laughs> I have a lot of acne too. It's okay. <laughs> but you have the Rodan, and you have other. Now, did you learn anything about skin care when you were in that booth? Yeah, actually a lot. <laughs> I um, learned, she, um, the lady that was helping us uh, helped me learn how to put uh, put on, um, basically um, put on a primer and put on makeup properly. Um, it was just kind of a, th- a side thing that she was helping me with. Because <laughs> oh, I was like, great. please teach me. Because <laughs> she was so beautiful and had like such pretty makeup on. I was like, please help. <laughs> See, it was a great idea to have that. Miss Higgins did it so really good was. in, in she, inviting these people. Miss Higgins is so sweet and she's a miracle worker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've gotten to speak to her many times. In fact, I've gotten her on the podcast just before the, I think a week before the, the CosCon. So she was talking about you know herself and, and the things that she does and, and also the CosCon that was coming up. And I'm, I was so excited to be involved in that. And I look forward to next year already. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It, you know, to to get into the costume, it's not even me getting into the costumes. It's seeing all the people that that put so much effort into their cosplay, and it does change your attitude when you go out there. It is, it's theater. It is, it does become theater. It becomes a little bit of a play when you go. It is. You're up. in your own little world. You're acting. <laughs> yeah. So when you. Are dressed, we're dressed like Harley Quinn, and the kids came up to you. Did you, 
you know, kind of bug your eyes out a little bit and give them a big smile and, you know, give them, uh, give them the full Harley Quinn? Oh, yeah. At first, I was kind of iffy about it. But then I at the sort of like middle to end of the con, I was very much, <laughs> you know, trying to put on the voice, Mr. J and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's I was fantastic. getting into it. <laughs> fantastic, Miss Perot. I appreciate that. And OK, so, uh, you know, without giving away what high school you're in, but uh, what plays have you done and, and, you know, what have you learned in drama? Oh, well, last year we did a, a play called The King and I, and oh. it was super fun. We got to play with a lot of ma makeup and things like that, so I was learning a lot. Now, did you Very become cute. one of the characters? Were you? I was one of the wives, which was, he had many. Yes, he did, and then Anna came in and ruined everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't you just love that? <laughs> Shall we dance? One, two, three. Have you seen The yeah. King and I with Yul Brenner? Um, yeah, we had to watch some of it in um, theater to learn like the proper parts, and we wanted to kind of emulate that because it was such a good take of it. That was one of the and, things that I watched in English class. So tell me. Yes. I'm sorry. Continue. No, it's fine. I was just um, saying, yeah, we, we definitely watched it. We um had clothes specially made for for it our teacher was so into it wow um for the main characters and it anna's dress alone cost almost a thousand dollars oh my and, goodness yes we were very into it that's fantastic <laughs> and, uh, that's a yes. good teacher i know it's expensive even cosplay can be expensive uh your we your costumes that are that coming out. in yeah, the the that yeah, you ordered <laughs> you ordered a Damian Wayne costume, and I'm guessing he ordered a Deku costume. Or are these things that you're going to to build yourselves? Well, we ordered the wigs um, mainly, and then we're trying to figure out how to do the costumes on our own. And that's the thing. Another thing is that we're learning how to sew, which is a process. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I see a lot of cosplayers, and you know, and I follow a few on the on the Instagram, and I see their frustration. Even if they, it's just in pictures, because Instagram, you know, is mostly pictures. But I see their frustration. Sometimes they'll have just a spattering of glitter and glue and and material just laid out, and then maybe a sewing machine knocked over in the corner. And they say, one week to the con, and I'm so frustrated. This is something yes. that could happen. Are you looking forward to this? I mean, it's a labor. It looks like it's a labor of love is what it seems like. And so, yeah, but also no. <laughs> <laughs> well, the th you know, the theater, you were saying something about the costumes. I think the costumes really are, are a, their own character in themselves. You know, you you watch some movies, and if the costume is is not right, that it, it takes you out of the movie. Like I've seen some cheap versions of of the Avengers, for example, maybe from the eighties or nineties, and you go, uh, no, no. And then the new Avengers, they could have done better. <laughs> they pay so much attention to the the costumes, and I know the actors have said, man, these costumes are so. They're they're so uncomfortable, or sometimes they'll say they're very comfortable, but they cannot get out of them or into them by themselves, you know. But uh, they they're form fitting and they pay attention to the detail, and it, the costumes just become a part of the of the the movie itself. What do you think? For sure, I watched a thing um, with Black Panther, um, and the actor that played him just was um he said he would have to meditate and they would have to have a special pump that would go into the costume and pump ice water around his body because where they were uh, where they were filming was so hot and he would have to uh, meditate to keep calm from like freaking out from how tight the costume was on him and how form-fitting it was and um, I heard another thing about about an actor that was uh, really afraid to rip the suit, so the, uh, the costume uh, the costume department wouldn't have to work on it so hard. Oh, <laughs> I know, but it's just a part of it. I think that it's amazing that they still went through with it and they powered through that. 
That is sweet. That's sweet that that, that this actor was thinking about the the people that work around him because they know because you know in the theater. It's not the actor, you know, just the actor. If you have one actor, you may have 20 supporting people that are not even in the show that are just as important to making this this uh, 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 product uh, or this uh, creation happen. So do you, yeah. in the theater, do you think you want to be in front of in front on stage or do you th- think you want to be behind the scenes or both i want to be on stage i definitely am very much like i want to be in the spotlight but also <laughs> i'm really nervous about it so it's a real mixed thing <laughs> isn't that hysterical and and i know that there there are some actors like um well there's some actors that that don't give interviews because they are very private and very nervous but yet they become the best actors uh the one i'm thinking of uh, daniel day lewis i don't think i've ever seen him in an interview really but he's supposedly one of one of the greatest actors he he puts himself into every role and becomes that person and you know uh, meryl streep for that matter i i think she may have been on on an interview or two but but for the most part it seems like she stays to herself you know and and stays out of hollywood when she's not acting yeah i could see that i could see that where you you could be a very shy person but then shine when the camera's on or when the stage lights come on now do you think you want to do stage or or do you think you think you want to be a movie star I think I want to try theater first and then maybe fi- get into film because film seems definitely fun. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a, a, a pretty big theater and film uh, uh, group here in Arkansas. It, it, and I, I think I spoke to, to one person that's in it. Um, oh my goodness. I, I'll definitely have to find that for you and, and uh, look it up because why has not, uh, you know, I'm, whenever I get into these podcasts, I, I become involved with the people that are in the podcast. So I kind of forget all the things that are around me. So I, I forget who was on the podcast, but there, there are a lot of actors in Arkansas and there's a lot of movies that are made here in Arkansas. So certainly you yes. can, you can get involved with any of that, you know, starting if if you have to go behind the scenes, uh, you know, I'd definitely learn that. And, and then to get, you know, a, uh, audition or now it, it, in when you did The King and I, you were one of the wives. Was that something that, that had some lines that you had to memorize? My one line was they're going to eat us. <laughs> <laughs> in what context? Um, one of the soldiers came in, and the English were coming for the first uh, time, um, and everyone was nervous, they're getting uh, ready to impress them and show them they're not savages and things like that, and they, uh, and they come in, and, um, the wives freak out, and one of the first things they say is, they're going to eat us, and then they just run off stage. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. And then when I you know. got off stage, what what did you do for the rest of the play? Well, um, a lot of it um, was just sitting backstage, um, helping people that needed to retouch their makeup, um, getting our makeup ready for the next scene. And help just overall just helping one another and getting things ready for the next scene so we could do a quick change and all the things like that because we had several quick changes to do which were more complicated than they should have been. <laughs> but yeah, it, everyone did amazing in that play. It, it was it, I have to give a shout out to everyone. They did really great. <laughs> that sounds like a fun experience, you know. And I, it really I, was. Yeah, to learn something and. And to and to perform it, and this is a a play that that has become a classic uh, play. Uh, whenever it gets performed on on stage, you know people just flock to it if it's done properly. And the movies that that are made, I know there was a cartoon Anna, Anna and the King. Did you get to watch any of that? Yeah, I watched. Um, we watched a lot a movie that they had to call uh, called Anna and the King, um, and it was a live action. 
Oh, there um, was a live action of that. Yeah, there was a live action, and I, I, I was very. It's just all so cool. It, it, it was. It was very fun to get immersed into that and get immersed into the lore of um, what it was uh, like to live in those times and different uh, things like that. And we did research, which is uh, on. Um, modern day th- on like old time thailand to make sure we did we got everything right and we kind of made sure to portray what was going on with our characters that is so cool it's nice man and you haven't you haven't done any plays this year we're doing 12 angry men oh and, which is a straight play which um we have a lot of younger kids doing it which is super cool yeah. Um, and then also on the end, we're going to, at the end of the year for a big play, we're going to do into the woods. What's into the woods. Well, into the woods is basically if you mix match all the different fairy tales into like one big funny story Oh. and it's funny, it's dramatic. It's kind of just crazy and everywhere. <laughs> it's, um, it's basically all musical, no, no vocals pretty much in it. So it's kind of not operatic, but it's you have to be very well trained in your lines. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. The Twelve Angry Men—that's another one that I guess that's twelve people in a room trying to decide someone's fate. Uh, you know, for, yes. for anyone that hasn't seen that. Now, do you do you find? Well, I I, I guess you haven't done a, a comedy. Or, or what? What kind of movies do you do you want to do, or or theater do you want to do, classical or something new? Well, I think I kind of want to go into the dramatics, and then maybe branch out into comedy because comedy seems fun. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Okay, I like that. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, no, Schwarzenegger was a uh, an action star, and then all of a sudden he became a comedy star. How did that happen? I know. <laughs> it's just about getting getting comfortable and then, you know, branching out your horizons. <laughs> yeah. There's that box again. Get outside yes. of it. <laughs> so cool. All right. So uh, you like psychology. Uh, what what else do you like in, in school? In school, I, well, I like um, writing. I'm in creative writing, which is really fun. <laughs> I and so. um, yeah, do you think you yeah. can write your own your own plays, your own stories? I hope so. One day, that would be super fun. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I look forward to seeing Perot's uh, stories coming up in the near future. Yes, and, my manifestos definitely. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you could say manifesto anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know either. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I I like it. I like it though. It's it's a nice big word, and and uh, somebody's going to be looking it up right now. <laughs> it works. <laughs> you know, it's fine. <laughs> Dig it. So, all right. Uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Ooh, uh, <laughs> that's an interesting question. I want to be a journalist is definitely what I want to do. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, you know, uh, maybe stream towards humanitarian journalism and things like that. That's great. I mean, are you blogging at all or, or, or is there anything that you've written down? Uh, do you journal? Um, I do journal. I, I have my own little journal. I've done that since I was young. Like I, I journal out my day and I journal out different things that have happened. Um, I've tried, I've attempted to make a couple of YouTube accounts, but failed, nah. but I'm thinking about doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, they're fun. And, but they're very time consuming. Sometimes I have three yes. different YouTube <laughs> accounts. The radio, what.com one is usually the one that I, I put up uh, the podcast and, you know, and then I'll, You'll you'll find the podcast everywhere as well, and iHeartRadio and the app, Apple and such. Now, I wish I would have written things down when I was younger. There's plenty of audio of me doing th- through the years. I've been in radio Yay. for the longest time, so you'll you'll find commercials out there that I've done and and different audio tracks. But there's not a lot of written word. I'm not a very good writer. 
and I'm not, I don't necessarily think I'm a very good speaker, but I like talking to people and I like learning. I think you're an amazing speaker. (laughs) I like learning things about people and I'm learning from Miss Perot right now of the Perot and Clover, uh, the uh, Perot and Clover cosplay team. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So exciting. Well, I'm, I'm glad I, I I think I, I, you know, I met up with you briefly. I, you know, really didn't get a chance to, to chit chat with you too much. But um, I'm so glad that I've chit-chatted with you now. Uh, so coming up real soon, what do you know what your next uh, con is going to be? We're trying for SpotCon. SpotCon so, in, in yes. Hot Springs. And yes. When is that? Mm, let me look up the date real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figure it's coming up real soon. It has to be. It is. It is. It's very soon. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's um, this weekend or the next. I'm Very pretty cool. sure. <laughs> and do you think that you you're going to be able to put those those cosplays that you were thinking about uh, into into fruition? Yes, we got our all of our materials. We got everything laid out. Um, right now, we're trying to deal with um, weapons oh. that we it, little like toy weapons that we got from the store and. Buffing them up <laughs> to make them look more, you know, tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, Miss Perot. I-, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for being on the What Makes You Famous podcast and giving me some insight and your thoughts uh, about uh, what you do in, in cosplay and-, and theater for that that matter. You-, you got me all excited. You know, I, I enjoy seeing a good performance and and uh and and all the work that goes into it particularly the the costumes uh, which really it it goes hand in hand with your cosplay because theater it, it you are theater when you're doing your cosplay <laughs> and and I agree wholeheartedly you've done you you're amazing that's fantastic and Mr. Clover I appreciate him as well anything else you want to tell the people I just want to thank you so much for having us and listening to our stories because that was just really amazing when you approached us and let us do this. This this is so fun. And your radio show is great. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Now, how do you want the people to to, uh, get in contact with you or or see what you do? Is it primarily the Instagram? Yes. Our Instagram right now, uh, we're working on our Facebook page. Okay. Um, and right now that's all again, maybe YouTube in the future. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm sure all the information will be on your Instagram page. Yes. And uh, go ahead and spell out. What is the Instagram? It is Perio and Clover. So Perio is way too difficult to spell. It's P E R R I O T underscore the and and then underscore Clover seal. O V E R underscore cosplay. We really went ham on the underscores. <laughs> yes, yes. The underscores are very important there. And I'll make sure that I put that link on the show notes. Thank you, Miss yes. Perot. I please Thank you so you. much. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I look forward to to following you in the future. And perhaps uh, once you you've gotten another step into the future, you'll come back and tell me more. Yes, for sure. Thank we'll you, be Ms. back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Perot. I appreciate you. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye. Well, there you have it, party people. Perot, Clover, cosplay. I enjoyed talking to them so much. I'm so sad that Clo- Mr. Clover had to get off and uh, go do some chores, but he's a good boy. That's good. He's taking care of his family. He's helping out with the chores. Yes, They're very young people, and I enjoyed chit-chatting with them. Thank you so much, Miss Perot, for keeping me in touch with the young people, letting me know about all the cosplay and, and the things that are going on. And, and yes, I even learned a little bit about manga, My Hero Academia, uh, making me uh, keep in touch with my own 13-year-old who's uh, teaching me a little bit about that as well and and all things Japanese. I enjoy that so much. She's very smart. <laughs> Perot Cl- Clover Cosplay. Follow them on Instagram. Their journey is just beginning. They just started cosplaying together. Uh, friends, BFFs, friends forever. 
but uh, just started cosplaying over at the CosCon not too long ago, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to following them and finding out more about Perot Clover. Why am I stuttering so much? Perot Clover Cosplay on Instagram. Check it out. All right. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. If you want to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. The top-selling singles of all time are Elton John's Candle in the Wind, 33 million, Bing Crosby's White Christmas, 30 million, and Bill Haley's Rock Around the Clock, 25 million. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, Radio What.com. Follow Keys Dan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of keysdan.com. Follow Radio What on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of radiowhat.com. The music you want is on.